from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by Ken Leaving Barbie for G.I. Joe. Instead, it's brought to you by Pitney Bowes. No matter what your small office needs or sends, Pitney Bowes Send Pro C200 has you covered. The C200 lets you send mail and packages right from your desk. Plus, save three cents a letter and up to 39 cents off retail shipping rates. Start saving today and get a free 60 day trial of a Pitney Bowes C200 by visiting pb.com slash sideways. That's pb, as in peanut butter, dot com slash sideways. Terms apply. See sites for details. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm your host, Joe, joined as always by... Your other host, Devin. And... The guy in this chair named Steve. Okay, there you go. Uh, Your third host... Yeah, the third most. Well, that makes oh. me sound like the third wheel. Nah, oh. no, nah, you're not. The shoes. We're all, yeah, we're all equally at the it bottom doesn't. here. Because it's <laughs> smelly, and I refuse to put it on. Because Joe had it last. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? My feet, my feet don't stink. Mm. Yeah. Let's. Well, uh, well, this is off to a raging start. What are we doing here today, Joe? Uh, oh, I don't know. I was going to do a story about garbage collection, and then somebody dropped this one on my desk. Kind of interesting story. So I dropped the garbage one and picked up this one. All right. All right. It's a mystery, it turns out. Uh, it uh, begins in late 1988, when the freighter Freedon set out for Haiti from Miami, Florida. 
uh, the island of Haiti, that is. The Freed Island was under the command of Florian Meyer Borsch, a German guy. It was an 82-foot tramp freighter registered in the Bahamas. What's uh, a tramp freighter? Yeah. Tramp freighter, uh, any, any sort of tramp ship is like, uh, it's not, it's one that doesn't belong to a regular shipping company, so it doesn't have a regular schedule. Essentially, it does, it just does sort of spot loads. Okay. So it picks up a spot job to transport cargo from this spot to this spot, but, you know, it varies all over the place. Okay. Okay. And they're called tramp. And, you know, you associate the, that word with kind of an old, rusty, cruddy-looking ship, which they tend to be, because okay. they're, you know, they're Obviously, the new shiny ones are that those are owned by the big wines because they're know, expensive. They have lots of money, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so that's what a tramp freighter is. So it uh, it worked the Caribbean waters, carrying loads of whatever people want to ship, pretty much. Uh, and there's some uh, there's some rumors that a lot of these boats do a lot of smuggling, also. Which right. would make kind of sense because yeah. they're sense. desperate for cash. I mean, because they're not getting the big, and I mean that by they're not getting the giant lucrative contracts. Oh yeah, they're not. They're, they they really aren't. But they're just doing the spot stuff. Like I say, it's kind of a hand to mouth existence. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Although most probably most of what they carry is perfectly legit. You know, it actually is possible to carry a totally legit load and maybe have a little bit of drugs on board. You know, I mean, it really is. I mean, I used to know a guy years ago who had who had been in the Merchant Marine and he smuggled drugs just personally for himself while he was in the merchant marines and a lot of people did so you know is that considered smuggling or just carrying your own supply it's considered smuggling it's smuggling yeah no matter what the what you do it for yeah he did smuggle but uh, oh anyway but back to back to our story um with Friedon was uh, besides carrying the German guy Florian, it was also carrying Lisa Bishop, uh, who was 23 years old from Atlanta, Georgia. Attractive and... white lady. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which makes us interested in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why we're doing it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Lisa was, as I said, 23 years old, a journalism student at Georgia State University, living in Atlanta in 1988. She had a boyfriend, Paul Cornwell, uh, who, if you watched Unsolved Mysteries, you can see Paul. He's on there. Because yeah. this is an Unsolved Mysteries, the TV show special. Uh, yep. They actually did an episode about this one. Yeah. And that long, long time ago. Well, it's a, it, sometimes I forget that, that they would just take any story. It, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the mythos of that show made it seem like they were always doing big, important no. cases. And yeah. they, they did everything, which yeah. was the fun thing about that show. Yeah. yeah. And some of them were these, these little smaller, kind of more obscure stories. And it, uh-huh. This is a legitimate story, by the oh, way. Yeah. And yeah. it totally is. It's a mystery what the hell happened to her, the ship, and everything. Oh, I'm, I'm giving it all away here. Sorry. Folks. Dang well, it. Let's, let's go back to Paul with his awesome haircut. <laughs> And yeah. Mustache. yeah, yeah. Paul did not have the best. I'm, I'm assuming he's uh, caught up with the times. He's got a better haircut these days. Um, yeah, it was '88. Or yeah, I guess it was a little later than that. Probably by the time they were filming, but yeah, yeah, '89, '90, even '91. Mm-hmm. By the time they filmed that, I don't know exactly when they did. Uh, but at the time that uh, Lisa left Miami on the Freedon, uh, he owned a punk rock club in Atlanta called Metroplex. Which apparently, in back in the day, was a pretty happening venue. Yeah, and uh, it might—I think it's still around, actually. I, I have I no idea. I don't know that he still even, owns it. I didn't even—I didn't even think to look at that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did a quick look. It, it does appear that it's still there. It's probably totally different. All those venues change, you know, totally from you know, mm-hmm. year to year, practically. But uh, he owned it, managed it, and Lisa apparently hung out there a lot because why not? She'd been dating him for like three years. 
And uh, she was hanging out there and met this German guy, who I talked about before, Florian Meyer Bursch, who had long hair, uh, which was still okay in the 80s. Yeah, he but had he, he had, had really, really long, long hair. hair. Yeah, he like did. Hair band kind mm-hmm. of hair. Yeah, he did. I'm not making fun of it. It's just like, if you want to get an idea of how much hair this guy was, oh, yeah. think of poison in the, uh-huh. in the late 80s. Yeah, so it's okay again. Is it? Yeah. It you wore okay it in then. a bun, but it's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if you're, you know, big and buff and you have ah. a big beard, it's okay again. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could be like, what's his name? Flavio. Mm-hmm. Or Fabio, I mean. Fabio. Fabio, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Flavio better. Flavio. <laughs> There's a story, but I'll tell you guys later to offend people. Thank goodness. But, yeah. at, the, at this time, as, as I said, Lisa was, uh, Lisa was a journalism student. She was thinking of writing a story about, uh, about Haiti. She'd done some traveling in, in the Caribbean, and uh, she was thinking it'd be cool to write a story about the differences between, you know, the economies and level of wealth in America and Haiti. Something that sort of lashes us all with guilt and make us feel bad about what's going on in Haiti versus, you know, how well we have it here. That right. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. You know. The I, starving I, children in Africa plight. Yeah, kind yeah. of like that. Yeah. Or you never know. I mean, maybe she wanted to do a more seriously intellectual story about, well, what are they doing wrong down there? That's something more really actually economically oriented. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like I should... not really tell. I no. should... Quickly clarify that I don't think Haiti's in Africa because I feel like some. No. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just quickly say that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell what she was trying to write about, but uh, she did want to write about that. Yeah. Uh, assuming, yeah, assuming that maybe she just wanted an excuse to like, you know, hop on this, this ship with this handsome long haired German Or guy. an excuse to go down just to do the it. Caribbean. To the Caribbean. Just go somewhere. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, the, yeah, the story varies a little bit, though, um, and I'm not sure how important it is, but it could be. And in one telling I've heard, Lisa tells Florian that she wants to do a story about Haiti, and then Florian says, oh, my God, in this German accent, that, hey, I'm the captain of a ship, which is going to sail to Haiti. And in another telling, uh, they're just chatting, and Florian says, well, I have a ship that I'm kind of the, the commander of, and, hey, we're going to leave on this run to go to Haiti. And, hey, you want to tag along? And, and then maybe she came up with the idea that, hey, I should write a story about, you know, Haiti or something uh, As like in that. having the trip uh, available to her actually spurred the idea of the mm. art. Yeah. Other yeah. Than the, rather yeah. than the other way around. Exactly, gotcha. exactly. And the only reason this is even remotely significant is it's like, you know, some people have said that, well, did he sort of, like, uh, find out she was interested and sort of trick her onto the ship? Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? It became, yeah, it was convenient. I got yeah, you. Yeah, uh-huh. it sort of works its way into the theories there, sure. right? But since it's hard to say since we don't know exactly which of these versions is true. But So I, back to Lisa, she decides that getting onto a ship, it was, by the way, besides Florian, there were seven other crew members who were all Haitians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she decided that getting onto the ship with uh, this one guy she barely knew and seven other guys she didn't know at all was a great idea. Sure, of course. But apparently her parents and her boyfriend didn't think it was such a hot idea. Surprise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw Lisa's father uh, on, on the Unsolved Mysteries episode, and he I don't think he ever this met This is Floyd. so funny. Yeah, you saw that quote from him. He's like, it's like you know, I, I saw that I saw this picture of him, and I immediately thought, this is just not the kind of people she ought to be hanging out with, mm-hmm. or something like that. I, yeah, was, sentiments that every father has oh, said yeah. just about in history of mm-hmm. just about every guy their daughter was with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just didn't think that Florian was their kind of people. Uh, 
And uh, Lisa's boyfriend, Paul, was uh, also opposed for the obvious reasons, right? I don't need to name those. Yeah. He tried to persuade her not to go, but Lisa insisted. And so she signed on aboard the Freedon as a cook. Hmm. Yeah. So do we know how good her cooking skills were? I have no idea. That's Because that question. might play into our mystery. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> she True. burned one meal too many. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, if she was totally bad, I assume they could have given her pallets of just TV dinners to prepare for the crew. I don't All know. Right. But... It's not that long of a trip, though. No, no. I don't... <laughs> so... Yeah, Miami to Haiti, I don't think would be more than maybe three days. Yeah, well, if they leave... Maybe four days? They left on oh. the 17th, and yeah. they expected a call from her on Christmas Day, which is eight days later, so it had to be less than a week to get there. Yeah, I'm kind of doubting that it would be probably take... half as much of that time. Probably. Yeah. Lisa and Florian left Atlanta, traveled to Miami where the Freedon was docked, and on the morning of December 17th, 1988, the ship set uh, sail with Lisa on board, and also Florian and the seven Haitian crew members on board. Uh, she had, Lisa did call her parents that morning to say goodbye, and she said she would call when the ship got to Haiti. And the plan was to sail the ship to Gonaive, uh, which is a small port about 60 miles north of Port-au-Prince, Haiti, on the west coast of Haiti. Okay. Yeah. And then her planned date of return was the 31st of December. I was going to say, yeah, about two you weeks know, after. Haiti's ju- kind of just south. I'd say it's half again as far as the Palmas uh, from Miami, wouldn't yeah, you say? Something like that. It's like, you know, if you, if, if you don't have a map, if you It's drive, a very short trip, is well, really I'm what just, this whole thing is. Miami to, down to the Bahamas is like a couple Day. hours less. Like okay. eight or nine hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, so yeah, and so I assume this old this this ship was old and rusty and everything. It probably probably wasn't that fast. Right, but, but yeah, essentially to get there, a couple though, days down, yeah. hang out for a couple days, and then a couple days back up, right? Yeah, something like that. And then uh, it, yeah, if you look on the map, the way it works is you go due south from Miami to Cuba, and then turn southeast and sort of hug the coast of Cuba mm-hmm. till you get to the the east end of it turns south and then make a left make a right make a left make a right yeah. and and eventually you wind up in haiti and so that's maybe it. she came, became fidel castro's personal chef well you know maybe, actually that's possible maybe that's the other way that that could have gone yeah, yeah. could have been so good of a chef <laughs> oh good point the uh, actually the cubans were contacted by by the american government regarding this story but we'll get there we'll talk there later yeah no one has ever seen lisa bishop ever since uh, nobody since when Ever since that fateful day on the 17th of December that they left they the left dock. And, and Miami. Huh. And left Miami, yeah. Nobody, not even the crew members? Well, <laughs> that's a good point. She, no. Right? She was ostensibly yeah. on a ship with them for a couple of days. So. Well, well, none of those people yeah. have been seen either. Yeah. Oh. So they, but, they, but she's a pretty white girl, so she's the only one that ever, anybody ever cares about. Fair. Okay. Absolutely. What about the pretty German boy? Uh, that's a good point. Nobody's well, seen him we'll either. talk about him but in that, a bit. We'll find out more about, yeah, and of course the Haitians haven't been seen, but nobody cares about them, right? Bummer. Yeah, exactly. By the way, if you're not catching it, everybody, we're being sarcastic yeah, when we say nobody yeah. cares. We yeah. care a lot. <laughs> yes. Uh, sure, a lot of people cared, actually. But uh, uh, So Christmas Day 1988 came and went. Uh, Lisa's parents still had not gotten a message or a phone call from her, so they got a little worried. Yeah. Not surprisingly. And also the families of the Haitian crew members uh, also apparently became alarmed. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I heard that actually they reported their, their family members missing before Lisa's family reported her missing. 
Well, they would so. see or have contact with them much sooner than her well, family sure. would have. So, yeah. They might have been waiting at the dock for the ship to arrive. Something and, like you know, that, And the yeah. ship never arrived. Oh, know. it never showed up. The ship never showed up. Okay. You know, the ship, the crew, everything. The cargo. So, no, none yeah. of them have ever been seen again. Gotcha. Okay. Nope. None of them. So, Lisa's family contacted the authorities, uh, assuming I hear the Coast Guard. And Presumably. They would yeah. be the people to contact. Uh, and I think family members of the crew also did. Do we have and, names for any of the crew? Uh, no, okay. not a one. No, this story is all over the, the internet. The, and this story is usually pretty stinking skimpy mm -hmm. in the content that's available. Yeah. Just thought I'd make sure that I just hadn't somehow. Yeah, no, you it. weren't the only one who couldn't find that. Great. No, it's actually, you know, think of this as your, your standard you know, TV movie mm -hmm. starring Florian, long haired guy, and mm -hmm. Lisa, a white girl. Okay. And then the, there's seven extras in the background. In non speaking doing roles. Chores on the, yeah, right. doing chores on a boat. Okay. So that's kind of the way it is. Yeah. Ooh, bummer. Yeah, I know. Uh, the Coast Guard contacted ports all over the Caribbean, uh, and including the Cubans, because there had always been that uh, possibility that somehow they'd stumble into Cuban waters amid seas by the Cuban Navy or something like that. Mm -hmm. The Cubans swore they had not seen the ship or any of the people. They were probably telling the truth. They also did some aerial searches. That's the Coast Guard. Did aerial searches in January 89 of the old Bahama Channel. Which, uh, if just let me, do you know what you know? You probably know what the old Bahama Channel is. I do, is. Yeah. personally. Yeah. Do you want to describe it or should I? We'll go for it. Okay. This is the obvious route between Miami and Haiti. It's again, it's like what I described before. Instead, you don't go in a straight line because west of the Bahamas, there's sort of a huge area of shallows there. Um, and so, if you went in a straight line towards Haiti, you would run aground. Right. So what you so do? You is go you around. Go, so you go around. You go south where there's a nice, much deeper water. And then when you get very close to the coast of Cuba, you hang a, hang a left, go southeast, and hug the coast of Cuba, and then go around. And that's that's the old Bahama Channel. Yeah. And they searched that with uh, with jets. Um, well, I think they they sat three or four times, something like something that. Something like that. Didn't spot a thing. And uh, the immediate conclusion, of course, was that the Freedon sank. Hmm. Which is not unusual. Right? So, by the way, we should describe it. It is a the photo that is out there. Yeah, it is a narrow, rusty hunk of junk. Yeah, and it appears to have everything stacked above the decks. So it, mm -hmm. it looked in that photo that I saw, ignoring what you see on Unsolved Mysteries. It did not look as if it was all that stable of a boat. In other words, it looked top-heavy to me. It was probably stable when you had everything stashed in the hold. I don't, I'm sure that they had the... They probably were smart enough to put the heavier stuff down inside the hold, mm -hmm. you know? And One would stack, assume, but... And then I'm, stack I'm the making lighter the, stuff the on top. face with my hands up in the air because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, again, these are people who the more money... The, the more cargo they haul, the more money they make. Yeah. So, obviously, they're probably going to overload the ship. Yeah. That might have been a factor here. I'm not saying I don't want to give anything away. That could have been a factor okay. in what happened if the boat sank, but there's another a lot of other possibilities as well. Yeah. But anyway, as far as as far as the Coast Guard was concerned, it was like, well, it, it was a shut sink. Crappy old oh, well. rust bucket of a boat, you know, the weather's dicey out there, you know, it sank. Okay. No no mystery there. But but Lisa's parents and Paul Cornell did not want to drop this case. Right. Yeah, they did Understandably. not. Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they tried to track down everybody who knew Florian. Uh, that would be people in Miami as well as Atlanta. Cause, mm -hmm. And I'm not sure why he hung out in Atlanta so much. He was apparently kind of a drifter. That's that's yeah. what I've, the, everywhere I've seen, it kind of said that he just kind of went where the wind blew. Yeah, yeah, kind of that way. Chasing and, a good time. Yeah. I 
I don't know. I think Atlanta's probably kind of cooler than Miami. Oh, you think well, but so? If right. his boat is docked in Miami, it's weird that he's in Atlanta. There's there's he's no obvious waiting. reason for him to be there, I think, is what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I'm Except not, for it's yeah. maybe cooler. Oh, uh, yeah, it might be a cooler town. And it's only, what, five, 600 miles away, something yeah, like that. Like so, that. you know... About that in 1988, oh. if it was a, a cooler town than than Miami. I thought you were about to say, I don't know about 88 if it was five, <laughs> six hundred miles away. <laughs> uh, I anyway, was really sorry. wondering for a second there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I had no idea what it was Anywho. like. Yeah. Okay. Um, they. Okay. Where are we? So, so oh, yeah, yeah, back yeah. We were talking about yeah. the family. Sorry, yeah. it's my fault. Oh no, no, that's fine. I think. Um, but it's my uh, fault. okay, no, I, I, it's my fault. Yeah. No, yes. it's your fault. Yeah, no, Joe, there? you're right. Yeah, yeah. Keep it's going, though. Yeah. Uh, they also, besides besides tracking down all all of his acquaintances, they tried to get the press interested. Mm-hmm. And the Miami New Times published a big article about this story in April of 1989. Mm-hmm. Which would be four months later. Yeah, exactly. And an underwater salvager named Bob Nyberg read the article, and he remembered something that he had seen. So he comes forward saying he'd seen the Freedon in Georgetown Harbor on Grand Cayman Island about two weeks after it supposedly disappeared. Hmm. And this is Grand Cayman Island, about 500 miles to the west of Haiti. Yeah. Which yeah. is the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's totally on the, the, the opposite side of Cuba from where our boat was yeah. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so again, he saw this about two weeks after the boat disappeared. He, had a, he gave a statement on Unsolved Mysteries. said, uh, I'm going to... like." I was working in Grand Cayman on January that year. There'd been a boat that came in. We were working underwater directly in the harbor area where the ship's pulled in and tied up. When I heard the ship coming in, we came up, and that's as in came up from underwater. Mm-hmm. And uh, Probably uh, safer that way. Probably. And as I was coming out of the water, we looked back and noticed that the name was Freedon, F-R-E-E-D-O-N. And I made a statement to my friend that those guys need their freedom because they can't even spell the word. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that uh, anyway, he said that the next morning the boat was gone. Hmm. Yeah, that, but he said it was definitely freed, and he made a note of that. Yeah, I, little yeah. things like that can stick out sometimes. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. well, that is it, the, every time I read the name of this boat, uh, my, I automatically in my head fixed it, mm-hmm. so the N became an M because you just you expect it to I be was calling, one way. Yeah. yeah, I was calling it Freon. Freon, oh, like, as yeah. in the gas. Yeah. Freon is cool. Nice. This like is that. a cool story now. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Freon better because <laughs> and on, all of Freon yeah. disappeared. On, on should be free. Yeah, you know, that's like, yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, when Lisa's family and boyfriend heard about this, uh, Paul Corn- Cornwell got together with Bob Nyberg, and the, the, the two of them traveled back to Grand Cayman in May 1989 to investigate. Cornwell and Nyberg spoke to witnesses who said that they had actually seen Florian, uh, but nobody had seen Lisa. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had actually took pictures of both of them down with them and showed it to a lot of people. And, and yeah, they got some IDs on Florian. Uh, he was, however, this is Florian, he was seen with a short dude uh, with black hair. Is that how he's described as a dude? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, the, the, the guy he was seen with was, yeah, he's just a short man, dude. What whatever. color was Lisa's hair? Uh, she was blonde, kind okay. of a dark blonde. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was actually a good-looking girl. Uh, but beyond beyond that, Paul and Bob found nothing in Grand Cayman, um, and so the, the trail kind of petered out. Later on, the guy was ID'd as a, a Haitian man called Philippe, hmm. uh, and reportedly Philippe was the guy who charted the Freedon for its trip to Haiti. Well, I'll tell you how we found this out later. Okay. Uh, Paul Cornwell went back to Atlanta. Uh, he continued looking for any acquaintances or friends of Florian, and he found this woman who had been storing some of his stuff for him. 
Florian's. Yeah, so yeah, Florian's stuff. And mm. I'm still a little hazy on exactly what the connection was to Florian, how and how Paul found this woman. Well, I know yeah. that they were apparently they had had a relationship, but I don't know how they mm. how Paul found her. Yeah, I don't know That's either. That's never mm. really explained. Yeah, I don't know either. And I, we don't know her name, so I'm calling her Jane Doe. Hmm. So, Dan, is that okay with you? you no, that's Matt? fine. I'm you, just considering, I mean, you know, I'm Jane Doe, Matt thinking Damon. about what, yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just trying to think about, you know, how she could have come forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you don't know. You probably, probably somebody in the bar said, oh, yeah, I remember you used to hang out with this, this woman, and yeah, it's probably just that way. Yeah. But, but anyway, this is how Philippe was ID'd. He's a black-haired guy. Uh, so, Paul Cornwell finds a picture of, of a dark-haired man in Florian's possession it shows it to Jane Doe, who says that, oh, yeah, that's Philippe. Uh, and they used to hang out. I, had, I used to have a relationship with Philippe. And also, she told him that Philippe was involved in a large-scale smuggling operation. Hmm. Jane Doe also was the person who told Paul that Philippe was the one who had hired the ship to go to Haiti. Hmm. Whatever that is worth. But when Paul heard this, something about, you know, smuggling, obviously that put ideas into his head, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, it would. It would. Uh, yeah. And, and he's thinking, well, something went wrong. They've, you know, they met up with the wrong people or some horrible plot is uncovered and Lisa freaks out and threatens to go to the authorities. So they have to bash her over the head with a wrench and throw her body to the sharks, you know, that kind something, of thing. Something, something, something. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm sure all sorts of weird scenarios went through his head. Now, if this really is true that they were smuggling stuff, some especially sensitive contraband, then that that's really kind of insane to bring along somebody like Lisa, you know, who just can only be a liability. I mean, unless they're it. smuggling humans. Yeah. Oh, well, he's trying to smuggle her. Oh, there's that. But, but we're not. But yeah, we're not. We're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not quite there. <laughs> just yet. saying. Yeah. <laughs> just throw uh, that out. People there. are gonna yeah. love this episode. Oh, but you've got to wait to hear more of this. Yeah, yeah oh, but you got to wait to hear more of that part yeah. too. Well, this is actually the standard operating procedure for like the eleven o'clock news and stuff like but that. But we're not the news, in. and we've had this conversation. Let's keep moving forward. Uh, I'm also I'm not a hundred percent sure about the identification of Philippe because. What it sounds like to me is Paul found a photo of a black of a black-haired dude in Florian's possessions, shows it to uh, Jane Doe, who says, "Oh yeah, that's Philippe." But how did he know? I mean, this black this black-haired dude resembled the person that had been he, that he'd been told about in that in he Greg was short Cayman. and had dark hair. Short and had dark hair, yeah. And but other than that, you know, it's, I don't think it's a hundred percent for sure that Philippe was the guy that had been hanging with him in, in Georgetown in, on Grand Cayman Island. Right. Likely, it's quite possible, but not. I would give it a, give that one a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and also the story got an update recently. Could so, have been Danzig, for all we know. Yeah, it could have been yeah. Danzig. Who's Danzig? Keep going. Okay, I don't even <laughs> want to go there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so the story is not dead, though. It still, it was you know gets chatted about from time to time on on Reddit and Web Sleuths, etc. But there was a recent update from a redditor whose name is No More Anxiety. Is that you, Devin? Yeah. yeah. It is? Okay, yeah. But I don't want to dox myself, so... Oh, okay, okay, no more. Uh, but No More Anxiety got in contact somehow with Paul Cornwell, and t- Paul told him a few things. Uh, see, he tracked down Florian's parents, uh, presumably in Germany, hmm. who told him that they had not actually heard from him since 1988. Okay. Yeah. Paul also clarified what Jane Doe said about the smuggling thing. He said it was really actually mostly conjecture on her part. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, he said he'd spoken to the families of at least some of the Haitian crew members, and those guys have not been heard of since 1988. Okay. Lastly, 
Paul told No More Anxiety that there was a sighting of the Freedom by somebody in the U.S. Navy recently, hmm. like date, date unknown, but apparently sometime since like 2010. Yeah, that's a huge time for it to disappear and reappear. But well, okay. especially something as old and crusty and rusty as that thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I so I, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm taking that one with a big old grain of salt. Also, one person in the U.S. One Navy. One person in the U.S. Navy. And how, you know, how does he find out? I presume some guy contacted him and just said, hey, I was in the Navy and yada, yada, yada. So who knows? Sent him uh, a random email. Yeah, could have been. Probably. Yeah, uh, there's also a rumor rocketing around the internet. Well, not rocketing, sort of puttering around the internet, <laughs> I guess. But uh, there's a rumor that the Freedon has been renamed the Free Lion and that it's still roaming the high seas. Is that like yeah. f- Freedom, Freedon or Free Lion? That's uh, kind Free of like Lions? French fries yeah. to Freedom Fries. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. They wanted to save money on pain, I guess. They didn't want to change the entire <laughs> name. Yeah. Just most of it. Yeah. This is, again, nobody nobody who, who re- republishes this claim ever says that it's, it's substantiated at all. Explains right. how. Everybody right. says there it's it's maybe in the Free Lion now, but it's unsubstantiated. So... Who knows? So that's the extent of the story. So uh, Lisa and the Freedon leave Miami in 88. Nobody is ever seen again, including the ship. And people want to know what the hell happened. Yeah. yeah. All right. I do too. Yeah. We all want to know. So we got to answer that next. Let's start talking about what possibly might have happened to Lisa, Florian, and the Freedon. And those other seven dudes. I was going to say, and the other seven dudes. And the other seven dudes. Ready to get into our cool theories. And there are actually quite a few for this one. Yeah, we're uh, going to talk about the theories behind why seven Haitians and two random other people disappeared. Uh-huh. Oh, I know what it is. You know what it is? It's Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson? Mm-hmm. He realized that this, this ship was floating around. It was going to screw up the movie that he would put out in a couple of years called Braveheart. Uh-huh. And everybody was going to get confused if he said the line wrong. You can't take my freedom. Oh, I gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh, freedom! Uh-huh. You know, yeah. the cast and crew are looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about this time, Mel? Uh-huh. It's like, oh, wait, they already took that shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's a little known fact that, yeah, when he, when, he, when he screams freedom at the end, originally it was misspelled in the script, and he mm. did scream freedom. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, All right, for reals really. here. Uh, oh, yeah, for reals. Okay, back to our theories. Um, well, our first one is the obvious one, of course, the Bermuda Triangle. It of is course. very close yeah. to the Bahamas. So Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they would be kind of like off in the westernmost tip of the triangle there. But yeah, they could have like sailed enough into it probably to meet some mayhem, like an you know, interdimensional time warp kind of thingy. Seems unlikely. Okay. Well, you guys don't want to go into that any more deeply? No, I really don't want to talk uh, about how I was transported back to 1942 and sunk by the Germans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Though I be... guess it probably would have fit in that time period. Yeah. <laughs> it would have. They'd yeah. be like, this is definitely a period ship. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, they always get transported to right before some cataclysmic historic moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And what, you know, they showed up on Bikini Atoll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, that would be great. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? It's going tick, tick, tick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but the, that is definitely not the case. No. Yeah. Okay, so no Bermuda Triangle, no, like, Philadelphia experiment here. Mm-mm. Let's get to some more real-life possibilities. Okay. Uh, and there are many here, but uh, in no particular order, pirates. Yeah. You know, which, you know, is not actually, Pirates of the Caribbean was a movie, so therefore it must be real. Actually, the the, the Caribbean does have a lot of pirates. It's yeah. had pirates for centuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real and ones, too. Of, and there are real ones even today. They're yeah. Still all, they're, yeah. They're still out there plying their trade. Uh, maybe the Freedon was taken at sea, diverted to some other mission. It's I, I, I don't know if there was, how likely it would be that 
their cargo was that valuable, although maybe they could have like taken it to some port somewhere. And, it, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I did, I can't envision this particular vessel being contracted to carry a high value cargo. Uh huh. And it just, yeah, and yeah. it doesn't look like a boat that is screaming money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. I mean, unless somebody had insider info and there was something hidden in that hole that we didn't know about, it turns out there was a ton of gold in there. Or well, something. no. If the pirates wanted it, they probably wanted it for some other purpose besides the contents of it. They probably wanted it to, you know, transport something, for example. It also you know? kind of looked like the kind of ship that they could get away with just taking. It's not, you know, it's not a high dollar liner where the. Yeah where the people who own it are going to come after it. Maybe what was on the ship was worthwhile. Maybe what was on the ship wasn't as worthwhile, but having a new ship might have been worthwhile. And that see, nobody it's such would a come... rust bucket that it just flies under the radar. Yeah, that nobody's yeah. really going to pay attention to. You, like, slap a new coat of paint on it, and away yeah, you go. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. that it was easier to get. I mean, you know, maybe it was less staffed. Maybe yeah, less they, it was less defensible. Maybe... Yeah, certainly that's certainly a... a, a ship like this is not going to be able to afford to like you know hire a team of blackwater operatives to you know no. like stand on on deck with machine guns to repel borders and right? it really did yeah. not look like the sort of thing that anybody would have missed yeah you know? it's very true uh, yeah. if that white girl hadn't been on that ship we probably would have never oh we never would have heard about it no absolutely you know? not yeah because nobody would have even looked for it probably yeah no and it wasn't just that she was white also it's because her her family and her, boy, her boyfriend made a stink too right. that, that made a difference too but you know but yeah i mean but ships do disappear all the time whether it's natural causes or piracy uh it could have been taken on the high seas they could have just boarded the ship at the dock which happens a lot too yeah. piracy is not just all you know, like, well, but I, if I remember correctly, it's not as if it left the dock on its own. It had to be pulled by was, a tug. It was taken by a tug. But, I mean, there's, Still no reason, ways. there's no reason you can't, like, board the ship and just say, hey, nice ship, can I have a look around? Uh, and then you pull out your revolver and say, hey. Okay. You know, All right. We'll thing, keep you know. running with this. Right. Yeah, sorry for the cheesy foreign accent there. Mm. And that would account for the Freedon being seen elsewhere, at, you know, even after it had been presumed lost because mm. it didn't, you know. Because it its new it owners again. were tooling around they it were and still, having a pleasure cruise. Yeah, they still hadn't gotten around to abandoning it, scuttling it, whatever they finally did with it. I, mm-hmm. I assume with a, something like that, especially when the word got out uh, that it was being looked for, you might think it's time to find yourself a new ride. Or right? you might... Or paint a new name on the bow Or you boat. might just go further south. Or yeah, you could do that too. You could just head on you down know? to South America or something. Or across yeah. the pond. Or across the pond. I don't I don't think this boat would have made it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair it, enough. It probably would have made it. Uh, people, human beings have been crossing bigger distances on crappier crafts for a long time, but I don't think I don't think I would want to chance it. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. really think this thing would make it. So let's yeah. keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Well, now another possibility is just a more natural one, which is that uh, just natural causes it sank. Like mm-hmm. there was a storm, for example. Uh, there's also the possibility that, uh, so it might, maybe it wasn't even, although if it sprang a leak, it sounds like it probably would have taken a little bit longer to sink than say if it had been a storm. Yeah. Cause there, that was yeah. the other thing, right? Is there weren't, there was never ever distress, a distress call or anything like that. There was no distress call, but you never know. I mean, it might be that the radio wasn't working. I mean, obviously yeah. this is not it the also, best maintained. Well, it also ship. could be a situation where the leaks snuck up on them. If the hold is full of junk, nobody's probably heading down there. Yeah. Remember I told you when I was on that trip, my last trip, and we were on a boat and I couldn't figure out why we kept getting slower and slower on the way home and then I 
looked down and I realized the hold was completely full of water because the yeah. ding dong had never turned the bilge pump on. That does happen. And so yeah. you, 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 oh, it'll be fine. And then you're you're slowing down, and overnight you don't really notice. And the next thing you know, the deck is at the same level as the ocean around uh, it. I, I I have actually been in a boat or two where that situation has occurred, also. Yes, uh, but we never got that far. Well, but, uh, well, and know. the uh. one thing I will mention is having been in those some of those exact same waters at you know that time of year. Uh-huh. It is not a nice time to be on the sea. That is. It is, is the it time rough? where it can get, it isn't always, but it yeah. can get really rough. And I imagine it's very changeable very quickly. It, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there will be times where you're just like, well, that, I'm not going out on the deck today because that wave just crashed right over the <laughs> yeah. promenade deck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Guess we're staying at sea today. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, it can be. And if you've got cargo that maybe wasn't secured properly or if oh, it yeah. was top heavy, like Steve was or, saying. And overloaded. And overloaded. You know? oh, if yeah. it was crappy. Whole host of You know, you here. get one good... You know, yeah. rogue wave, yeah, and or even just big wave, not yeah. even rogue wave, just yeah. big wave, or just a quick little back and forth. Two or three of those will just have you right over pretty quick. Yeah, your cargo ships and stuff. But yeah, I know that uh, one of the statements the Coast Guard made is was relating to the weather yeah. and uh, just how the weather is changeable out there. So they seem to have no trouble at all. The Coast Guard that is accepting the idea that the boat just sank, right? But on the other hand, then we got then we got Bob Nyberg saying he saw the ship in Georgetown Harbor just you know a couple of weeks later. But uh, he came but, forward months later. Yeah, so it's April. entirely possible that he may have seen this ship, but he's got the dates wrong in his head. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. See, I don't know exactly. For example, when he was in Georgetown Harbor, I mean, maybe he was working there as as an underwater salvage diver, right? And so it may be that he was contracted to to do a job in like you know the first two or three weeks of January, a specific date range. And so maybe that's how he knew that he'd seen it after it was supposedly lost. Maybe I don't know. Well. Yeah. Either, but, or, guess, or it could be, like you say, misremembering. I don't know. Well, either way, the place that he says he saw the ship was 500 miles away from where that ship should have been yeah. anyway. Yeah. Right? So that's a, a mystery on top of that. Even if it did sink. Yeah. And he had the dates wrong. Why? Still, why was it 500 miles away from where it should have been? Well, it was, you know? it was a it was a tramp uh, tramp freighter. So it's entirely possible. Say they picked up a cargo in Haiti that was to be transported to the Cayman Islands. Yeah. You know, and so you know, it's not. But again, it's this. It does sort of like uh, put a crimp in the whole. It sank theory. Sank sank in the storm theory. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, so damn him. Yeah, I know. So, but on the other hand, maybe maybe Florian Meyer Borsch uh, learned that people were searching for Lisa and decided to you know, move a ship in his business set to South America or Africa or something. Although, yeah, yeah, possible. I don't, I don't know. And that's why the ship was never seen again. I don't know. Well, let's go. Let's go on to our next theory. We'll try to like make this all coherent by the end because I know it's getting complicated here, right? Yeah. yeah. Not really. Yeah, not really. Okay. No, not really. Well, let's move on to our next possible theory here, uh, which is that Lisa and Florian fell in love and they decided to run off and start a new life together. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Totally discredit or disregarding the seven other crew people, but. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Sorry, guys. We're in love and we're going to need to kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're securing <laughs> our relationship by murdering seven innocent people. It's but, what brings us together. You know, I don't feel that bad about it because, frankly, I don't even know your names. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, you're extras in our little drama. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be. But, uh, but still, I find this one hard to believe. I mean, this one is 
actually been suggested by other people, not just me. So that's why I'm bringing it up. And it also seems like you don't it, let your family think you're dead. No, you don't let your family suffer like that. Yeah. You know, of course, maybe she was embarrassed, you know, because you know she she had told her boyfriend like, oh, nothing's gonna happen, everything's gonna be fine, and then well, she didn't have to contact her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. She could have just said to the parents, "Hey, could have uh, just sent tell them Paul a, it's over." And uh, yeah, or call send them from Haiti. John letter, yeah. yeah. Call them from Haiti and say, "Hey, just wanted to let you know that I actually ran off. Yeah, I'm yeah. never coming back, but I love you guys." Because you uh, got a horrible mustache and terrible hair, and I just can't take yeah, it anymore. Yeah, can't handle that mullet or whatever it is. It you was got. a mullet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm telling you, just call the parents, man. <laughs> Write them a letter. Yeah. Like, for God's sake. Yeah. Something. Uh, yeah, so I'm not not buying that theory at all. So let's cross that one off the list. Okay. All right. Okay. Our next theory. This is a little more nasty. Uh, what if the, the captain and crew of the Freedon, like, say, raped and murdered Lisa and then just threw her to the sharks? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Isn't that uh, very similar to the the guy with the sub recently and the reporter that he oh yeah, that yeah disappeared yeah yeah didn't he chuck in... her overboard after some <sighs> they suspect some I mean, sexual encounter went wrong yeah and, and i can't think of their name that was, so I, I can't bad, either but... i can't either but yeah he was he was the mad inventor genius guy and uh and i love when up... they're mad and genius all at the same time but yeah. yes so it's a similar situation yeah and he kept changing his story and then he had to like you know carve her body up into a couple of pieces and throw it to the sharks you know and stuff like that yeah. so so maybe oh, this was a precursor to that is what you get we're, yeah. we're saying here. Well, you know. And but anyway, this this theory is actually a more believable theory than Lisa arrives in Haiti safe and sound. Believe yeah. it or not. Uh, but uh, But it still doesn't yeah. explain the seven crew members. No, that's it. You know, if they had done that, well maybe maybe after they murdered her, they murdered each other and threw each other overboard. I yeah. don't know. No, okay. it did this does not. Dead. This doesn't really account for the the missing crewman. It it, uh, it actually does not. This holds as much water as that boat did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Wait. Opposite. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. You don't want your boat to hold water. That's yeah, the problem. It's actually, holding water. Actually, you do want your boat to hold water. You want your boat to hold water out. out. Yeah. <laughs> it was holding it in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. Just like me right now. Hurry Sorry. up. We got to get to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk real fast. Okay. Our next theory, uh, Lisa was uh, sold into slavery. Another popular theory on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, I want to say, overuse of the theory of human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, it certainly happens. Oh, yeah. And I think it happens a lot more than anybody wants to admit, but I don't think it happens as much as it's speculated. Well, the problem is, is like when it comes to things like, you know, finding women that want to go into that particular trade, there never seems to be a shortage of them, you know? You don't really need to go kidnapping people and buying... Well, you do. Buying well, I think you often, you do. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, so be careful treading down that path, Joe, well, because saying, sex... A lot, yeah. There are people who go into the trade of being a sex worker willingly... And wind up, and and wind up being indentured people, servants, And there slaves, are quite yeah, a few who yeah, don't. Yeah. So be careful. Well, no, I get, I get what you're saying, but no doubt there is some... Cool, coercion involved in that trade and everything but probably not as much as and definitely when it comes to, to women like lisa or young and pretty that whole theory is what should i say it's it's it really is very titillating to a lot of people yeah like uh, i said yeah. often overused Sells often newspapers. Overused. yeah it yeah. sure does well it and does. the only i guess the only way that i could really see that happening is if he you know it was they were actually smuggling and they were actually smuggling humans and that they had yeah. already had some sort of set, set up in place and maybe this was something that 
they did a lot, but it still would not explain the missing crew. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. Unless the hold was already full of human cargo and they stuffed Lisa down there. And when they got to the port uh, of call, he said, hey, as a bonus, I'm throwing in these guys. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way that, that, that's that a would possibility. Yeah. Honestly, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But then, yeah, what happened to him? But yeah, it, it he, could he, be... he got himself a new crew and went to the Grand Cape. Well, so that was, I guess, the other thing is it kind of seemed to me, and maybe you guys got a different impression, but it kind of seemed to me that the Haitian crew that he had was his crew for a while. It sounds like they were you not know, just, at, yeah. At least yeah. for a while, they weren't just one-off contract people. So that would be a pre- like an extra horrendous thing to do. It would be kind of heinous, you yeah. You Yeah, I... Uh... Well, it's it's possible that you know I could see a scenario where they're going to smuggle all these all these people, and then and then here comes Lisa saying, saying, "Oh, hey, I'd I'd so love to go along to Haiti. I just so want to go to Haiti." And he's like, "Oh, this is cool. It just it's just dropped into my lap, you know." And so he says, and so he invites her along and figures, you know, I get a few extra bucks, and so they go do their deal. Then he and the crew take off, visit Grand Cayman. And then sink in a storm. Yeah, you know? except yeah. you would... That's getting you, complicated. Though. Yeah, and you yeah. would think they'd visit their family when they got to You Haiti. would think they would have stopped and said hi, yeah. Well, I mean, it, isn't it possible that they weren't actually going to Haiti? Good that point. is possible. Right? Because there's that possibility... Point. I'm sorry, yeah. I think I'm tre- treading on an com- upcoming theory. It could be, yeah. But, I mean, you we know. Don't know that We don't know that they actually... He could have lied to her. Yeah, especially if the could... way that this came about was she said, you know, I'd really love to go to Haiti to write a story and about so poverty. He's, and he exactly. says, oh, I'm going to Haiti. Exactly. He's not going <laughs> How to, convenient. Yeah. 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 Although, and, and that's actually very true. I've had that thought, although, again, we had the problem with the crew members' families expecting them to show up and they didn't show up. I agree you know? with that. And so that's that's kind of the whole problem with Though that. if he was a human trafficker or was looking for people to abduct, it would also also help explain why he was in Atlanta instead mm. of Miami. And it could yeah. also... It, well, okay, so it could actually explain why they all disappeared because they may have met their buyer <laughs> and something went wrong and the cargo was transferred and he and his crew were killed because they didn't deliver or they were jerks about it or they asked for more money or they did something that made the bad guys mad. Yeah, yeah I guess it's fair. They, 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 they go to hook up with the bad guys with their human cargo and unbeknownst to them, uh, their, their, their engine system like sprung a carbon monoxide leak and gassed everybody down in the hall. And what then, do you mean and then these guys everybody's like, dead? You're dead now. Yeah, no, what do you mean everybody's <laughs> dead? Well, I guess I'll take all of you instead then. Yeah. Well, okay. see, and yeah. this is exactly why people trot out this theory all the time of human trafficking or sex slavery or anything like that. But I it's, think the last... Because it's the, so easy to just be like... And it's, it's, ex, <laughs> and it's exciting. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, yeah, it's very dramatic and all that stuff. And But yeah. I agree. I don't think any of it really satisfactorily explains... The missing Haitian. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So much, so much for the sold into slavery theory. All right. Let's work on our next theory here, uh, which is that maybe Lisa Bishop made it to Haiti, but she met a bad end in an unrelated incident. Yeah. Right. She meets a serial killer. Uh, well, I mean, it's not as if it, even today it's not a rough and tumble. It was not a rough and tumble place. I mean, accidents happen. It's not a overly... I'm. Also, it doesn't really sound like she planned this trip out very well, you know? No. She kind of just was like, I don't know, I've, I've had a pretty easy life. Let's go see what not easy life is like. And, <laughs> yeah, that You know, packed a backpack with her little clipboard and went down there and was like, I'm going to write about poor people. Yeah. Where's the, the first 
first poor person she sees who maybe is like, you know, a really horrible serial killer or something and says, hi, I'm from America. I'm writing a story on impoverished people. Would you like talk to me? <laughs> and, and, they, and the person goes, yeah, I actually have a place where we can do the interview. And she goes, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> what, I, yeah. what I really, really wish everybody who's listening right now could have seen was Devin holding out her script like it was a clipboard with an imaginary pen in front of it, yeah. writing out as she was talking. I know, I know. Can I ask you some questions? I know. I, know, I, know. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to paint her as like a, no, a bubblehead. Yeah, no, or anything I don't, like I don't, that. But from everything I've heard, actually, she was, she was a smart girl. But yeah, I but, say, I but, still, you can, but she put herself in maybe not the best situation by yeah. just getting on that ship and so yeah i think so her judgment could have been a little better um could have made a bad decision she could have it could have been totally fine we could be besmirching the captain what's his name florian 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 Florian. (laughs) yeah i mean florian has has attracted a lot of suspicion yeah he could be totally besmirching him he could have he could totally be innocent of everything taking her down there she walked off the ship and you know on her way to the payphone and and did something something stupid or just maybe she did everything right and crossed paths with the wrong person you know i mean there's there's that too yeah you know um, but but then again, that's, that's, there's still a problem with that, which is, of course, the crew members in the ship didn't show up either yeah. in Haiti. Um, yeah. That's the big problem in just about every theory that we've <laughs> yeah, talked about. Yeah, that's the problem. And yeah. You, yeah so these, uh, these, all these theories that have been put forth have been put forth by people other than me, really, pretty much. So what really happened? Well, of course, as, as Devin mentioned, do we really know that uh, the, the ship was headed to Haiti to begin with? Well, as Probably. you said, you know, the crew. The crew, yeah. Do we really know? Do we really know, for that matter, that Lisa actually got on board the ship? No. We don't know that, actually, 100%, for sure, because mm-hmm. nobody, I don't, think, I don't think her family and boyfriend actually went down to Miami to see them off at the docks. I suspect not. You she know. did say that she, I mean, there is the whole, she called. She called that morning of her departure, yeah. Right, but yeah. I, did she call from the dock? I don't think so. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know. She could have called from, like, a payphone down at the dock. Well, that's what know. I was wondering about, is if it was just from her apartment or a hotel room or if it was from the dock before she got on board. Mm-hmm. It's never clear to me. That's why I'm asking this question. Mm, no, we don't know. Okay. That is that is a good question. Um, but she did call sometime. And, and of course, I, I've actually heard, too, that they actually didn't actually leave the dock until like 2 in the afternoon that day. So uh, between the phone call and actually leaving the dock, there was plenty of time for Lisa to knock out on that boat. Wander off. And wander off and get run over or maybe meet a serial killer over here in Miami. Dexter. Fall into the mouth of an alligator. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of them there. Yeah, and so we don't really know. Uh, but I, I, I assume she did get on the ship. All I'm saying, all I am saying, is we can't assume 100 percent here. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, there's other other unanswered questions too. We've talked about that. What the hell was Florian doing hanging out in Atlanta anyway? Yeah. Uh, if his freighter was docked in Miami. As far as Lisa goes, did she meet a bad end? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Whether it was like, drowning or kidnapping or anything in between that but whatever happened to her unfortunately it was not good because i'm I'm not buying the whole she ran off with florian or or she just decided to disappear and start a new life on haiti you know living with the peasantry on haiti i don't think that happened i don't think so So, you know i think that uh yeah she met a bad end i think those seven haitians whose names we don't know they probably did too probably all did too yeah they probably all did i think unfortunately the ship sank um the whole thing that happened uh, with Grant Kamen and, and what's his name, um, Bob Nyberg, I 
there's all sorts of possibilities there. Like like you guys said, he might have just been mistaken about the dates that he mm-hmm. saw the ship. Could have been another uh, another ship named the Freedom. I was gonna yeah. say it's. N- I mean, it's it's kind of a weird name. Yeah. Right. But what's not to say that? Well, somebody somebody on on Reddit made a really good point about this, and that is that um, if the ship was from Haiti. When, when this took place, this is not long after Baby Doc Duvalier mm-hmm. and his regime fell. And I don't know if you remember Papa Doc and Baby Doc, who were roughly some some nasty little dictators who ruled Haiti for a long, long time, and uh, they were pretty tyrannical. And so when Baby Doc finally got tossed out, it was a happy moment. And this guy made the point that you know it's not inconceivable that a lot of people decided to paint the word freedom on the sides of their ships, their cars, or whatever. And also, of course, you know, as you know, English is not the first language in Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, you could easily misspell. And it's also know. possible that they spelled it correctly, and but just, paint peels yeah. and rust flows. Well, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't know. Uh, so it could have been another Frieden. Uh, yeah, or Freedon, I guess. It could have been another Freedon. Or again, the dates I were like wrong. Frieden. Yeah, Frieden yeah. is good. Or maybe Bob just sort of was, um, maybe he massaged the facts a little bit. I don't know. Or maybe it was Mel Gibson. Yeah, oh, there's that too. Yeah. So th- that Yeah, but I mean, if it wasn't for that, and, and again, the, the people that they went and talked to in Georgetown and showed uh, Florian's picture to, well, I've seen Florian's picture. He's, a, he's actually a good-looking guy. He was a good-looking guy with long hair and everything. But I don't know. He wasn't that remarkable-looking. He I mean, looked was, like a lot of guys in the late 80s with long blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, he was a, he was a good-looking guy, but yeah, uh, I could see where you could easily look at that face, and he looks like a lot of other tourists and other people that you've run into in the past month, couple of we months. We all do. Yeah. And, not, and, not, and let's not forget, too, that these people were remembering something. This was May when Bob and... Yeah, when Bob, yeah so it's and like, her dad. Yeah, no, it was, no, it was, it was Bob oh, Nyberg and Paul. Paul, that's it. So it was May when, when Paul and Bob went to Georgetown five to months show later. these pictures around. Yeah, months later. And these guys are supposedly remembering, yeah, I saw this Florian guy. I don't think so. Well, or I mean, or they're remembering, yeah, I, I've seen him before in my life. Uh, you know, maybe he was I, there. He could have been there months before. Yeah, it could have been. And they I remembered mean, him because he was a notorious drunk or he was a jerk or yeah. he was a great tipper. He or could have been else. there years before. Yeah, and or not They years. were just like, yeah, that hair. But yeah, if you were yes. to ask me, did did this event, did this thing, you met this guy, was it four months ago? Was it six months ago? Eight I, months ago? I well, might I, not know. I probably wouldn't be able to give you a total clue on that yeah. either. So um, I just have to, I just have to sort of come in in favor of the ship sank. Yeah. And uh, this is another one of these mysteries, you know. It's, it's going to be kind of one of the, it's like DNA testing. One of these days, we will, the, we will make the oceans transparent. We'll be able to look down at the bottom and see all sorts of crap laying down there, mm-hmm. and we'll solve a lot of mysteries. If we see a wreck surrounded by bicycles, we no. know we found our boat. There you go. Bicycles? Haven't you seen the photo? Fo- there's the photo of the boat head on, and then there's the photo of the boat being loaded, and it's it's one of the crew members. He's keep, loading keep a bicycle. bicycles. <laughs> and they made, they shot, they did so many shots in the Unsolved Mysteries segment of bicycles stacked up on the bow of the oh my ship. Gosh. I yeah. feel like that's gotta be... Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm nope. totally making fun of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> I had no idea, but uh, I'm, they might find a, a ton of bicycles down there. I don't know. Probably will. All yeah. right. 
Uh, so that's about it. Uh, next, tune in next week when we talk about something else. Meanwhile, if you'd like to send us uh, an email with your own theories, our email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. Our website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com, where you can download our episodes or listen to them. Uh, you can also buy merch. There's links to our Instagram, links to our... Uh, links to our social media, Facebook, and also links to Stitcher Premium. We have a we have a Stitcher Premium link, right? Oh yeah, which is really where you want to be listening to us anyway. It's that, the right way. It is the right way. Yes, absolutely. It's what the cool kids are doing. Uh, Stitcher Premium allows you to hear our content four days early and ad free, and you also get some bonus content too. Yeah. And if you sign up for twelve months and you use the code Sideways, then you get a free month. So go to stitcher.com slash thinking sideways and sign up today. By the way, don't forget on the website also is the complete episode list. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, I went in there and updated it because I realized I hadn't touched it in a little while. Oh, it's completely up to date. So it is actually updated. Yes. Sorry about that. So, yeah, that's a little easier than having it scroll through all the way page after page after page after page. Much, much quicker. Yeah. I've used it myself, actually. Uh, of course, we are on Facebook, as I mentioned, where we have a group and a page. So like the page, join the group. You've got to answer two questions, but they're very, very easy. We're on Twitter, where we are thinking sideways. Lots of great stuff going on out there, including pictures of my cat, uh, a Bigfoot bumper sticker, and let's see what else. That's that's, that's the wrong account, Joe. Oh, was that, was that Instagram? That's Instagram, Instagram. but it's oh, fine. Okay. It's okay. totally fine. All now right, you can okay. tell everybody right. about Instagram yeah. because we're well, talking about we it. We are on Instagram where we are thinking sideways podcast, so find us out there. It's easy, easier to get to us just through our webpage. And we have a subreddit, of course, thinking sideways. Um, that's about it, I think, for this week. You guys, awesome. Got anything more to share? No. More ideas? Uh, don't get on boats with people you barely know, especially when boat. they're rusty little boats. Uh-huh. That's probably wise life advice. Yeah. Yes. Petition to find out the names of the seven Haitian men who went missing. It would be. You mm. know, if anybody has access to... Please send it our way. Yeah, because I could not find it, and it actually is very, very frustrating. This is going to be really frustrating when somebody's like, I Googled it. And 15 seconds yeah, later. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but because if you Google do, hates us. But if yeah. you do, please do send it to us because I would like to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do a special episode just on those guys. All right. See you guys next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Guys. Ta-ta.